everybody to the Skull Hero Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, your all-in-one platforming needs. Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app if you want to get your podcast started today. Uh, today, joining me, uh, nothing too special. Uh, we have Joseph and we have Charles. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> how's, it, how's it going? Okay, so Charles is a Dukes of Hazard. Good to know. Joseph, how are you doing? Uh, I'm not bad. I uh, had some of the um, most uh, well-cooked pancakes <laughs> of my life. Oh, well yeah. Well-cooked as in they were cooked well or well-cooked as in they were very well done? Very well done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see the IHOP incident um, left you good. Um, you know, I hate... I hate to tell everyone that uh, if you were listening to the podcast uh, last week, um, there were some texts on screen in the video podcast that were very hurtful from the editor who did that, and I want them fired. Um, but I can't fire them, so we have to deal with it. But yeah, uh, Joseph can't came fire back. Yeah. Can't fire people if they don't get paid. <laughs> uh, there's the loophole. Now I understand why I can't run a business. Um, my week's been good. Uh, ran another, I ran 25 miles on the bike, staying in good shape. Um, and did some workouts. Uh, I'm gaining weight because of muscle building. We hit 800 followers on TikTok today. That was great. Um, so I was excited with that. We are on our way to a thousand and I'm thinking whenever we hit a thousand, uh, TikTok will control my life for 24 hours. Dangerous, but content, good content. Yeah. Oh, James, what's up? <laughs> I was gonna say that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I just kind of walked through this door and there was a camera on, so I just said, hey, what's up? Dude, that's that's bizarre. Yeah, uh, welcome. Did, how, did you get the milk? <sighs> I'll be back. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, the PTSD is kicking in. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, he forgot to get the milk. So, maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time, uh, we will... You will come back with that milk. Oh, I got... I think... I think he got it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's behind his fireplace. Okay. You got it. I done messed up. I ruined the bit. <laughs> Nah, nah. This all figure thing in, out in post. We did, we did great during the brainstorming session, but right. when it came well, time to get all, in the drafts, you know, it, it all went to crap when I meant to hit mute, but I actually hit disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's you know what? That's just how we roll. We've we've been growing on the uh, podcast side. People have been coming highly uh, watched it by us. Our average viewer duration is now like twenty minutes on YouTube. You realize how, like, somehow great that is? The fact that people are watching the podcast for 20 minutes? I'm impressed that they're sticking around for, like, because I usually feel like the first 20 minutes when we're just, like, you know, being random and talking about our lives is, like, the least relevant stuff to what we talk about in the thumbnail. People are like, well, you know what? Never mind. I can just make up my own opinion on Twitch. Thank you very much. (laughs) Like, Twitch taking over? Nah. Mr. Zuckerberg stealing our identity? Nah. Oh, but your lighthouse is that going? Nice of a job. Well, <laughs> oh, boy, well, I got stories to tell. 
Uh, how is the job it's, stuff going, by the way? Man, it's been up and down. Uh, there's uh, definitely some 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 progress, but um, I'm this is like the most um, involved that I've been in like a video production. So being able to edit this show has helped me like overcome some of those hurdles. But there's a lot of stuff that I'm uh, learning for the first time. We've been talking about like kinetic kinetic typography, um, integrating like animations into it, audiogramming. Um, it's definitely like turning into really some of the best work I've ever done. So, nice. you know, I'll look back on this and be like, man, that was good stuff. But I got to say, like, when I got into media, I got into media specifically for audio. Like, that was what was inspiring me to become a podcaster was just being able to listen to something and, you know, let my imagination fill in the blanks. So, like, I got to say, I'm not super f as jazzed about video content creation as I was about audio content creation. So it's making me think about, like, you know, what kind of stuff am I continuing to apply to? So I made a rule, you know, I try to apply to at least a couple of gigs every day just to keep building out my portfolio, but definitely want to lean more towards like keeping on the audio content going at least for a while, you know, maybe warm up to video, um, uh, get a better computer. Cause uh, this poor, this poor artifact from like 2015 <laughs> is really having a hard time with these render times. Yeah, dude, I, I feel that. So I hold it together. To you hear that, girl? Hold it together. <laughs> You're petting the computer like, please don't disconnect. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> You're running on a half a half a DB4. Just just stay yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the downside. The upside to the project has been um, being involved as a producer meant a lot of like sitting in on recordings without having to say anything, jot down notes, um, check the level, stuff like that. So that side of it has been a lot of fun, and it's something that has been a long time coming. So. Yeah, it's a, it's an it's an interesting time. Yeah, uh, I know I know I got into YouTube because of the uh, the exact opposite. <laughs> like I got into YouTube being like, I'm funny. I know I'm uh, decent looking, so I'm like, I know I'm decent looking. I know I'm funny. Then, uh, I could be the next Ryan Reynolds. So I was like, hell yeah, we'll do this. And then uh, then my editing was non-existent. My amazing editing was cutting out. 20 minutes of dead space going i you see how smooth that cut was you you wouldn't even notice you wouldn't even know and now i'm like every three seconds there's an edit there's a cut there's a jump there's a text and i'm like this is what i want now so like uh, i'm i'm focused more in like the video space and plus like looking at numbers such as um like your average viewer attention and all that 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 stuff excites me especially once again getting to as long as this show is we usually go an hour long for those of you who may not know uh we go about an hour long in our podcast and we i don't honestly ever expect someone to watch the whole way through and there are a few there are a few of you out there that watch the whole way through um and then there's some that where they will click on it watch it a little bit and then be like oh okay i liked it and they keep going through to our one podcast uh, our one podcast hit like it was a 50 minute podcast one of our shorter ones and it had a 50 percent viewer attention so half of you guys watched it and it had like 20 views i'm like we didn't even get to the end of the story when you guys cut out you literally just jumped away in the middle of us talking about zuck <laughs> i was like <laughs> like sopranos freaking cutting the black end scene yeah yeah pretty much it's uh. Um, so uh, the algorithm started showing me clips. They're they're easing me into it. They're showing me all the executions first, <laughs> and then and then eventually it'd be the story beats. 
<laughs> this is soprano so everything that i that i could say about that show is inappropriate for this but it's like uh you're not gonna believe this but uh a vita spadafori is an ass muncher oh and then it just it's like five minutes of them all pretending they're you know all, all basically being homophobic italians for like five minutes it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> You can speak when you're doing it, James. <laughs> no, he said homophobic Italians. I, I refuse to uh, continue <laughs> that part of the bit. Damn it! I was I was hoping you would just start doing it. Oh, I hate it. Not canceling me today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, we last week we had two members. This week we have the full crew. Um. And well, we are we are lost in our thoughts. Uh, James, you should ask James no. before he has to go. Yeah, because I mean, I have like permanent abandonment anxiety. Same. So like, how how have you been, uh, yeah. Senior James? Uh, good. Uh, the semester ended this past weekend. I uh, I did pretty good. Nice, nice. So yeah, other than that, it's just I work almost sixty hours a week, and then I juggled school with that now i just work 60 hours a week with no school so uh we'll see where uh life takes me but uh, 60 hours is that in a five day span or are you doing weekends six days six days okay okay that that checks out that's a that's, that's a lot that's a lot on a person's plate 60 yeah. hours worth of yep. work uh and 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 doing school and i have to wonder was it your military training that like helped you keep together and like you know uh shoulder this burden yes absolutely because i was in the military it was like 80 hour work week so yeah that was six days a week okay, seven days a week whatever so yeah i so mean you're freaking up all day and night for you in the military say again you're pretty much awake like almost all the day and freaking 24 7 when you're in the military just about i mean that i would get eight hours of sleep a couple nights a week but it was it was it was it was rough, but uh, now now when I need time away, I go to a baseball game or go see a movie. Like the new Top Gun's coming out, I'm gonna go see the Midnight Show to that. Nice. Have you been playing any games recently? Since this is a, a kind of gaming podcast, have you been playing any uh, games recently? Yes. So in my spare time, since I don't really have left time to like play a lot of online games, mm-hmm. I recently 100%ed uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wow, hundred percent. Yes. Damn, nice. That was fun. Uh, I've been playing a lot on my Switch. I got the new uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, which is like basically an updated version of Wii Sports. Okay, how is that? And oh, it's a blast! I have I have actual tennis elbow from it. So that's that's actually fascinating. So um, you've been gone. I got a Switch finally. I'm I'm a part of the Switch nice. Club. I'm the Switch Boys. Woo! Switch Buzz. Um, I was gonna say, don't say Switch Buzz. Yeah, we. It has a whole other context <laughs> online. I knew it when I said it. I was just trying to balance the level out. Uh, I See, don't give a fuck. I know you understood when you said it, but it was the fact that you kept hammered down. Yep. <laughs> yep. You and either you, both know. you own it or you let it go. And I fucking own it. <laughs> you and I both know, James, if he had said Switchblade, he would have somebody from freaking that's in Japan right now freaking come into his door and kick his ass. And Japan dude did like 5-2! <laughs> I 
<laughs> no one's going to be kicking my of. ass. Not the guy I'm thinking of. And he actually carries a Switchblade with him. <laughs> who, Yakamoda? <laughs> like, what the fuck? The owner of Capcom? Like, who are you talking about? <laughs> Switchblade Jay White. Who? <laughs> I no. still have no idea. We're, oh, no, no what do I don't know? There's only two wrestlers I know, and it's John Cena and The Rock, okay? Those are the only two I know and care about. Uh, and The Rock is looking pretty thick. Not gonna lie. You don't know about The Undertaker? Who? Paul oh, Hogan? yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. I know him. Just not a fan. I was gonna say, if you didn't know fan. him, I'm leaving this fucking show. Oh, I don't know him. I don't know him. <laughs> That's how we get Charles to back out. Uh, he's like, man, if you say this, I'm leaving. Be like, Oh no, we don't. I don't know him, dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> By the way, uh, airsoft. Earth. Damn it. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Uh, man, one day I'll get it right. I got it right by accident once. One day, one day I'll get it right again. Uh, but yeah, I got a, I got a switch now. I only have Mario Kart because that's all me and Brittany play on it. It's in the living room. I have like. I have the office back here, but this is like the workstation. And then in the living room, we have our Samsung TV. We have our Switch. We have our Xbox. We have our uh, N64. So we have like, that's like the family area where it's like the board games and stuff is out there. And then the office is all this. And I'm like, man, maybe maybe I'm too much of a gamer when I literally go, okay, guys, I'm, I'm going to stop being back in the office. I need to take a break. I walk out of here, go in there, turn on the Xbox and sit down and start playing Resident Evil. I'm like... Maybe I'm too much of a gamer. I don't say, let me go touch some grass. Yeah, I have a Nintendo 64. Yeah. You were talking about video games. Um, I don't know if you could tell right there, but I got an oh. Oculus. Fuck you! Dude, I I just, oh, I want one so bad. Resident Evil 4 is on the Oculus. And I went. Uh, I actually haven't played that, but I've been playing a lot of Beat Saber. That's really fun. Any good? Are you any good at it? I know the game's good. Oh, am I good? Oh, yeah, I'm phenomenal, of course. <laughs> Now, That's does that so have cute. to do with your military experience? <laughs> that would probably has more to do with the fact that I played expert drums on Rock Band when I was in high school, so... Fair. Sure, he was better! Rocksmith um, is better. At least there's that teaches this game, you how to play. There's this game on there. Um, mm -hmm. First off, uh, Blade Sorcery. Very fun. Okay, okay. Um, but there's this game called Onward. And basically, it like... It's like, have you heard of Pavlov? It's like, it's like that, but for the VR, but not for Steam. Because Pavlov, I think, is VR as well. But it's kind of like that, but for the Oculus, and it's really fun. They okay. basically just drop you in the middle of some town, and you gotta, like, get rid of patrols and stuff like that. It's really fun. Okay. But I also spend a lot of time on Rec Room, just laughing at little kids who aren't as you know, good at me, good as me at certain things. That's <laughs> that's the way the internet works, right? In, in any of these games, uh, have you played any where you have, like, free range of movement where you can, like, you know, walk down streets, climb stairs? Yes. so they they all do that. Okay. And how do uh, they pull Beat this Saber, Not Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber, yeah, that's kind of like the one, right? <laughs> you climb the walls of Beat Saber. <laughs> Just on this, uh, Spider-Man. So, here, give me a sec. Imagine parkouring and Beat Saber at the same time. Pretty, pretty <laughs> oh, dangerous, but Spider-Man up on the ceiling. Cool. He's grabbing his flashlight. 
So how it works is like when you have the headset on, you can like duck, crouch, jump, whatever, right? And it tracks all that because okay. it's a, uh, it senses like you have to put in your height and it senses the floor and then basically judges whatever you're doing from that. And then to move, you don't actually walk. You just kind of, whoops, see that little thing right there? That's your yep. walking stick. So that's how you control. But yeah. But like in every game you play, you have to like walk around a room, walk down the street, you know, walk I... 500 miles and then walk 500 more usually. So uh, well, I would walk 500 miles to be the man who walks 500 miles. <laughs> Walks a thousand miles. Okay, yeah. Charles had a question. Okay, is every motherfucker just dying today? Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> yes, Charles is. Charles is it. Charles lives in a GTA 5 lobby. I, I don't. I don't. Convinced. I don't hope somebody died just there. But if somebody did die, I hope that you know Charles is the witness at the interview on the news. I was afraid of doing the podcast. I was sitting there talking about video games, and some dude had the nerve to die. Hey guys, shot by growth in the chat. Bop, bop, bop. Do one of these or fucking wrestling. Some freaking fire truck or ambulance is always, or some douchebag redneck is driving by my house every fucking time. I just visualize you just like on your phone, just like the siren goes off. You go wild, chase after them, yelling. <laughs> Charles, believe it or not, I promise you, I promise you, whoever had to call the ambulance or fire department is having a slightly worse time than you. No, they're having a great time. They called because they took too many penis pills. But hold, but there could be like, there's like a doxing, you know, like there's like, there's a lot of people who are not having that bad of a day, but they call 911. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, so Charles is still on top. If, if that was such a big issue in Charles's town, I, do, I don't, I think they would know by now. Um, you know what? Charles, Charles does live in GTA 5. No one's seen him in person. <laughs> so he might he just lives in gta 5 we've only seen him online so you know what i'm i'm i believe now <laughs> i'm a believer yeah so do you guys actually talk about video games on this show or uh, we just pure, periodically <laughs> <laughs> we don't bully charles that's on my streams uh scorner slash uh uh or twitch slash go hunter games um uh, 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 almost I almost yeah. got that plug out. Dad, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me do my thing. No, that's going to be me and Troy and smashing your heads against a wall called Halo 3 on Legendary. But I'm not going to smash my head. I'm going to be over-exaggerating because Halo 3 is the easiest Halo game they ever made. So Legendary yeah, well, is going to be a walkthrough. Remember when we played Halo 3 Legendary? We got halfway and... through the game in minutes. We got halfway through the game. <laughs> yeah, we got halfway through the game. Charles ran through, and then me and you <laughs> just ruined his progress because we decided to kill civilians. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, oh, man. That, yeah, so uh, for those of you who that haven't seen... That entire stream got deleted from my channel, too, because of that. That was funny. So <laughs> we couldn't saying, post it on YouTube. After your ass because of that whole thing. Well, we couldn't post it on YouTube. Because I got a community guideline strike that stated that you can't um, you can't talk about shooting Marines or patching their skulls in, and then yeah, I, th I think the word they used was terrorism. I think was the term <laughs> they used. And in Facebook, they're like, "Yeah, this just doesn't suit our uh, terms of agreement." So it was like, "Cool." 
So what I hear is we can't do this again. <laughs> because we would just go around bashing the... Uh, we were bashing individual skulls while Charles was trying to get through the level. And then he, they just opened fire. Okay. Here's the thing. If you guys, if you guys ever wanted to beat that, not online, we could. But when it comes to recording our adventures, I don't <laughs> think that's gonna be plausible. You know, I'm. I would be willing to just because I don't trust myself not to say something that's gonna get us banned. <laughs> Dude, so you you weren't there for that. So I got banned from TikTok for like two days because I said titties. Wow. I so me me and Christy we were filming something and uh. The killer kept letting her go in Dead by Daylight. And I was like, because you got titties, Christy. Because you got titties. I don't got no titties. If I had some titties, maybe I would get out. TikTok saw that and went, no, we, we can't. Are we live streaming this? <laughs> they're, they're viewing, they're like, okay, turn around, turn around. Let's go. It Let's is, fuck it's just up this one, one guy's day. Truck. It's just one fire truck just circling his house. <laughs> just circling the block. Oh, man. I, I just, I love the idea, like, uh, you have some people that get famous for, like, being a good content creator, or some people get famous for their voices. Charles is going to be famous because of all the fucking fire trucks outside his house. It's not a stream until a fire truck goes by. <laughs> Do you live in the Amazon? Or is like, is it constantly on fire over there? What's going on? I don't know. I figure it must be living in like some freaking San Andreas or some shit. Cause goddamn. Maybe he maybe. PC in GTA Five. Some dudes <laughs> out there with a the flamethrower. Not a flamethrower. <laughs> Let's make sure that's allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> oh man. Or or maybe Charles was a part of that IHOP situation. <laughs> what's actually happened is every fire truck in Charles's town got called to respond to the incident in Canada about the <laughs> <laughs> That's This shit's still going on week two. They're like, yeah, the man, Canadian fire I trucks were all busy burning. shoveling snow, so he had to call in extra help. <laughs> so video games. <laughs> did you guys know? Uh, did you guys know in video games that uh, Fall Guys is going to be? Uh, free to play uh in june on june 16th fall guys will be free to play so as someone None going into this so someone going to this completely blind mm -hmm. you said free on xbox no uh free on steam and playstation okay. is this it. a is this a permanent thing or is this kind of like uh like a game pass situation here i don't think, I think it's just they're going free to play. i think they're just gonna go free to play good that I heard Among fun. Us was, well, I heard Among Us did that or is going to do that. Um, I think the biggest thing as to what's happening is a lot of these games they uh, ebb and flow in popularity, mm -hmm. and so they obviously had a peak, and the peak obviously has went down dramatically since a yep. couple years ago when they was popular. So what's happening now is they're going free to play, and so what that's doing is going to hopefully get more people interested, or people who were interested are not going to be able to get their friends in it. It's going to get that popularity back up um yep More i think likely. it's a good business move because i think fall guys was like 10 bucks anyway so i feel like they've probably made their money off of that and plus they have uh in-game things you could buy like costumes or whatever so i think free to play is probably the right move here especially if they're trying to get back into being popular or at least have more concurrent players because that's the biggest metric metric that they uh, measure everything by now is they do how to do 
sales-wise, and how many concurrent players are there. Yeah, uh, and I think with their uh, their downloadable content or in-game purchases, that's how they're going to make the money, because like you said, the game kind of fell off after so long. Once you stop getting uh, big streamers playing it, like people are still playing Among Us, but Among Us is free to play everywhere. They've been like that since... Um, like three months after launching, whenever PewDiePie stopped playing it, everyone's like, okay, let's make it free to play. Um, then you could just download it anywhere and play it. Um, I think it was because they could not charge on mobile. I think that was one of the reasons they could not find a way to make people pay for it on mobile when they switched. So it. no. So no? with okay. Apple, if you recall, I don't know if you guys talked about it or I talked about it or we all talked about it, but with the uh, Fortnite thing on mobile, their issue with the Apple Game Store was the fact that they were undercutting Apple basically by when you made a purchase in Fortnite on mobile, it would take you to the Fortnite website instead of through the Apple Store. Yeah. And Apple was really upset about that because when every purchase made on Apple has to get the seven and a half percent tax cut to Apple or 10 percent or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the big thing. I think the creators among us wanted to avoid that as well by one not giving apple their cut but also to not making players pay more because they would discount their prices obviously to make up for that percentage of cut they would take so in the end mobile players would pay more so i think they were just trying to avoid that altogether um yeah but when it comes back to free to play i think that if you're a game you they obviously made as much they hit the peak of how much money they were going to make obviously so I think going free to play here is probably the best move if you want to get more concurrent players or people talking about your game again. You think yeah. that the designers had always intended that they would go free to play at some point? Or do you think it's that, oh, well, you know, maybe we should probably just do this. And so that was more of like a change of heart for them. Potentially, they could have wanted to go free to play from the beginning. But when you put out a game, you have to go through a publisher. Maybe the publisher was like, let's charge something here. Because like even Among Us was like five bucks, Fall Guys I think was ten or fifteen bucks or whatever. Like these weren't big AAA prices, but I think the publishers that they went through were like, hey, we have to charge something. Yeah. Now um, there was another game. I'm not. I don't know if we'll be able to bring out that story, but I linked to the article about what's going on with TF2. But TF2 I think is the most famous example of going free to play. Yes. And I I bought the game for twenty dollars on sale and. Uh, and I remember even when it first released, it was more money than that. So my question is, you know, how do you treat, how should a designer um, treat the long-term fans who did pay the money to enjoy the game and now they might feel burned by the fact that other people are now accessing the game for free? So I have the perfect example of that. Go on. Hold on. Father. Okay, well, so we don't have any dead space. I think I think the a uh, good thing that you could sit there and do with this is that I think why they shouldn't feel like they got burned is because of the fact that they had the chance to play and they played it for this so much of a time period while they were while they were sitting there getting all this stuff done. So they had all this time to play it. They've already got their content. They already got all this stuff. And now making it free to play. If anything, they're rewarding them with now to giving more people who can now play the game. They're now kind of giving them that, hey, now you have more people to actually find lobbies in and to troll mm -hmm. on, to tell them to go 
GG. Like, I was going to say eat shit, but I decided to go nice. Um, but, uh, same thing. Yeah. So, James, right. what, what were you going to say? Yes. So, as you guys know, I play a lot of Counter-Strike. <gasps> what? <laughs> I bought Counter-Strike almost when it first came out for like 20 bucks. Damn. Like four years ago, they went free to play. But when they went free to play, they introduced this new system called Prime. So basically, any person who had bought the game before it had went free to play was automatically enrolled into Prime and didn't have to go through all that. Whereas everybody now has to pay to get into Prime. And what Prime is, is basically it guarantees you you will play with less cheaters, uh, guarantees you that you will have a higher trust factor when it comes to matchmaking um, and stuff like that. And it, it sounds pretty dumb, but if you play a lot of Counter-Strike like I do, like being almost having that guarantee of not playing with cheaters and getting into lobbies of like less toxic people is like it's it's worth the the 15 bucks or whatever it is or 10 bucks whatever it is to okay. not do that so the fact that they rewarded the people who had bought the game from the beginning they had a they you know they go like hey oh, you get I, I was with you on the first part where there was a premium service that the long-term players would just automatically get basically their money is was their money was redirected into the prime fund um however the features that they offered in particular seem like the kind of features that every player should have not being able to they have so, to worry about to cheaters and and but that's and the thing when it comes matches. to free when it comes to that's the thing when it comes to free to play games there's always going to be cheaters cuz they can make a new account like that look at like valorant right yep. valorant's free to play they had a huge cheater thing and they had an invasive anti cheat and people were still getting around it so there's that um but another thing is they could have went free to play from the beginning. No, not necessarily, but when they start introducing like skins and stuff like that, um, and introducing like the like the CS:GO majors going on right now, the, like the major championships going on, and they sell stickers and souvenir guns and stuff like that during every major. They make a ton of money just off the in-game items alone, like enough to warrant it being free to play. And I think that's part of the reason why as to why they did it. So that's just Counter-Strike's example. Um, but yeah, like you said, every player who picks up a game and plays it should be entitled to not play against cheaters, should be entitled to not play against toxic people. But when it comes to the free-to-play realm, you're going to get that. I mean, you get mm -hmm. that with Call of Duty, and that's not free-to-play. So well, just imagine something you could just make a throwaway account on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that. And, you know, sympathy for also people who are playing MMORPGs where they're paying a monthly fee and sinking their their livelihoods into it only to find out other people well not cheating in the conventional sense like loading up a hack but are cheating in the sense that maybe they're buying gold and resources off charles what game are you holding destiny 2 destiny 2 okay also real quick um i don't know if it was just like a trick of the camera but it looked like there was an alien abduction going on outside of your door there was just oh, like blue and just like that? blinking lights Oh, dude, yes. Yeah, so he opened up the door for you audio listeners. He opened up his back door in his room, and it looked like uh, Chicken Little. No, Charles? <laughs> no, you! Me? Yeah. yeah, he opened up the door, and we were just seeing, like, blinking lights. and it's Oh, because like, I have, um, it, that's my bedroom, and that's my wife is yelling at me because I'm loud, so she says. And uh, I have a strand of uh, lights that go around my room. Okay. Okay. That's... Okay. And the camera probably didn't. It probably no, wasn't focused the over refresh. there, so it didn't pick it up. So it just kind of. It was a neat effect. 
I I like it. It, it just now, it looked like Chicken Little was happening. That's all I can So say. with with me and and with TF2, just to answer my own question as well, yeah. is it didn't bother me um, just because like like you were saying, uh, Jordan, um, I've had time to enjoy the content, and I've you know I got my my enjoyment out of it, and going free to play didn't at least temporarily increase my enjoyment of the game because. Um, I was so experienced at the game at that point that all of these new players were flooding into the servers and I was just rampaging, just gunning them, them down. And uh, I, I actually briefly got to experience the game the way the soldier experiences it in his promo video. Uh, so that was that was a blast. Like it was it was uh, fun initiating all the new players into it. Um, can we can we bring up TF2 the bot thing? Was that part of the plot of the plan? Are we gonna? You you do you. We're so we're so close to talking about it. I feel we're like we already on the sub. This is already yeah. its thing. It's yeah, like, it's, go it's, ahead. So take over. Uh, Team Fortress Two has a massive problem right now, and it's one that I experienced firsthand. Me and uh, some uh, one of my friends and his like gamer group. We wanted to find something to do. I even talked to you guys about it at one point. Try to find some like consistent thing that we can get together and play yep. and i thought tf2 would have been it but when we got into the game any empty slot and these games can go up to like 24 or v24 any empty slot was filled by bots bots that would pick the sniper character and they would they would just aim upwards until they were programmed to see an enemy and then they would just pop headshot and that was it and unless you happen to be on a full server these things were just an absolute nightmare. And so I linked an article about it from IGN.com that the players are just trying to find any means they can to get the message to Valve and say, you've got to do something about this. This is totally ruining the game. And not in like a hilarious, you know, a character loses five points of damage, literally unplayable. Like an actually, like they can't play the game. As soon as they, they, they spawn in, they're getting gunned down by six separate snipers. And the worst part of it is, is that these bots are also programmed to take the names of players who are already in and then initiate votes to kick. So it makes it look like the the the, the players, us potentially, are trying to antagonize other players. And people are like, no, no, it isn't me. It's funny when you see it once, but over the course of like an hour's worth of play, it kept happening and happening and happening. So I think it's great to just like bring tie that into like, you know, what does a free to play game like that do? now that they don't really have the revenue stream to answer a problem like this, because this could take a, a, a huge chunk of money to even attempt to fix, which is probably why it hasn't been fixed yet. It's been like two years now. So you brought up TF2, which has this issue, but that really happens to a lot of quote-unquote dead games. Um, so, and Valve is notorious for, you know, taking on 18 projects and then focusing on one mm -hmm. and that's kind of what happened with tf2 like they updated it i think it was what a couple years ago they had an update for it and then they haven't touched just, it just to, just to clarify real quick it's titanfall 2 right team fortress 2 team I, fortress I, I, 2 i couldn't tell if you're that one was uh, no i was being i was being 100 percent honest okay. i didn't pull up my phone until literally <laughs> just now um yeah sure <laughs> i just i but, wanted to clarify it in case no one knows but it's the same thing happened with like Left 4 Dead 2. They didn't touch it for like five years. They had an update a couple years ago, and then they went back to not touching it. Um, really, the only game that they really that Valve I think is really keeping up with is CS:GO. Like actively, I think there's Dota as well. Yeah, Dota, actively, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, 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 for me, the 
sorry, Charles, for me, the, the phrasing to me is like, I'm hyper specific about it. For me, a dead game is a game that you actually is just like, doesn't exist on the servers. Maybe a few people are holding on to it and life support on some well, private server somewhere. The, but for me, it's like stagnant. It's a well, decaying game. Well, that's the game. beautiful thing about them making the game and them owning the server is they don't necessarily have to shut down the server. It could just be there and no one's really, they might have one or two people watching it. When I say one or two people, I'm, I mean entities. Um, there might be more than that. I don't know how big Valve is employee-wise, but um, it's just one of those things where, yeah, it's free to play. It's not bringing in money. Yeah, the people might be buying the hats or whatever, but you know what's what's in it for them you know because they're at the point now is like how much bigger is this fan base gonna get like because i don't really see if you haven't heard of team fortress 2 by now and you haven't played it by now you're probably not going to you know what i mean Everybody can't say the same thing for anthem hey still never played yeah. anthem and never will yeah the anthem was a big mistake <laughs> Also, just random, is that the same kitten you've had for a while before, James? Yes, that is Mary, Queen of Scots. Okay. He looked different, that's why I was wondering. Was she... Uh, she got fat. <laughs> I can barely see it behind the mic, that's why I'm wondering. I, I, just, I, I just love the idea of, you know, oh, your cat looks different. And just a steady voice of, she got fat. <laughs> I like it when James puts his pets in his room. Dog. Hey, if it yeah, gets my, us some views. The reason why she's at the door right now is because my dog's directly on the other side of the door. I think Marmaduke and that cat, kitten that freaking messing around with each other? Hmm? What'd you say? I'm sorry. They're like freaking like Marmaduke and that cat that he always had around with him? Yeah, like that. Oliver uh, Company. Well, friends, this has been fun, but uh, I think I gotta go get some milk, so... Okay. God damn it! I don't even have the freaking Gangsters Paradise thing queued up. Okay, so, well, uh, go go get your milk. I... Come on, come on back whenever you get it. I'll see you guys when I get back from the store. All right. Okay. Oh god. It's okay. Just take take a breath. Take a breath. So yeah, Team Fortress Two. Anything else? Yeah, that? I mean I, that that game is like. I would say that's the canary in the coal mine. Um, if a game like that doesn't, because I mean, y'all are right. Like it's it's 15 years old. Um, it doesn't have um, a massive fan base, and it's not like a huge money maker. But it's still a legacy, and I think Valve's reputation will have some something to answer. Like it's not good for Valve's reputation. Although I don't think anything can really like bring them down. You know, they they just they keep putting out so many great games that have just been absolute legends in in gaming history. So, I have an idea what could. If they ever finally make Left 4 Dead 3 or Half Life 3, and they end up sucking. Cyberpunk. Well, Cyberpunk is apparently actually good when it works. When Cyberpunk actually works, people loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to to mention it, uh, but I saw a TikTok video. Someone was like, "Oh uh, yeah, it's good now. Nine out of 10. It's only been like what a year and a half. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, well that that open beta. <laughs> I still miss all the freaking meme videos like cars oh. getting launched halfway across the city. Dude, my my, <laughs> we talked about this on an old episode of the podcast. But my favorite part of Cyberpunk was when you're giving the crippled 
a way to walk. Like that was the best thing. You hit a person that's crippled, they stand up and just run. You're like, I gave you the power. <laughs> like those were the best videos ever for um for Cyberpunk before they turned dead. Um, real fast, I'm curious. Ah, okay, perfect. Uh, so now, yeah. This topic of like the free to play games and everything. Mm-hmm. But actually, kind of excited when thinking with the camera when this when Destiny Two went free to play because they made all the expansions. That, out beforehand freaking free too and basically you don't have to pay any money for the game but if you're like me you can you get certain version of the game or whatever expansions coming out and you get the season so you don't have to pay for it well some people only will probably don't do that freaking probably end up paying for the seasons and everything that's pretty much like they did the whole thing like call of duty and fortnite did with the whole freaking season pass crap which in my case i have that freaking fully unlocked in the first couple months but here's here's the thing is with uh, the difference of like buying like your Xbox pass like what a season pass was originally a season pass was any DLCs that came out through the year you would automatically get added to your uh, game versus now a season pass is all in-game content that's never planned to be a DLC they just are added in and that's how they do it now I think that it's bogus because let's be honest a lot of the season pass weren't ever up to the actual money of it like you would pay a hundred bucks for a season pass with the game and you get one dlc and it was 15 bucks you're like oh cool the math doesn't fucking add up and of course they don't change the season pass until after it's released and they're like oh yeah we released dlc we don't plan to release another uh season pass is now uh, you could pay 80 bucks? 70 bucks? 70 bucks seemed good, and... Yeah, no, I just... I mean, that's how it was with this, because this one in the first game freaking came in with two expansions both times, and then after those came out, freaking they would release a bigger expansion, which would basically be like another version of the game, but freaking, you know. And then now, now they're doing the whole seasonal crap between expansions. So they're trying to avoid the whole thing, like what happened with the first game, where like, there was long periods of time where there was, like, nothing. People had to pretty much find shit to do while we waited for something. I think I think we're starting to see it with a lot of games. After so long, people are just trying to find uh, things to do with it. Uh, especially like you play a game for so long. After, any game that can last three years, especially with our current day to day, if you can have a game that lasts three years of constant players at an X amount, it's a pretty good game. I mean, when it's all said and done, it'll be but, done. But I think whenever you have a game, something like Among Us, that was out for years before anyone ever played it i think that shows you like it's good but you have to market it quick and among us did a great job with it among us did an amazing job at as soon as it launched they did not hold back or once it started picking up speed they did not hold back they immediately updated they immediately started doing stuff they immediately started giving you stuff like they did a good job with it but for uh other examples things like uh fall guys is it blew up immediately and now it's downhill it didn't even hit a two-year mark before they lost over 70% of their gamers and a, definitely a big chunk of their streamers who were doing it. Streamers were a big reason on why the game was being played because they would let their community play with them. You didn't need yeah. to communicate with anyone. Just compete for the crown. It was so it was much easier time. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm knocking the game just because I haven't tried it. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, I look at the, the, the formula for the game and I have a hard time seeing its long-term sustainability because it's a very specific gameplay experience. Uh, and now that you know, there's lots of specific gameplay experiences that can uh, last a long time. I, I guess when I saw Fall Guys, I thought like, 
the whole like trying to survive was like one component of a much broader game where there's maybe like more of a combat focused one there's like a skydiving one i don't, I don't know I, like i said i it, just to me it's very it's hyper specific but again it was also ten dollars so i'm sure it was yeah it was worth the money for people who did buy it a lot but of people to, loved it but um so one point that i want to make is about in in the smash community the smash ultimate is the most popular one but not by much um super smash brothers melee is still regarded as the most competitive one of the bunch and that game came out when the nintendo gamecube was released like i i was a kid and i think you two still had tails if you know what i mean and like th that game that never never got patched if though it desperately needed a few patches uh that game has it still has to be played on crts because it never got an hd update but the thing that makes that game so replayable is that every time you start a new round there are so many things that the that the players will have no idea what's going to happen there's always something unexpected there's always randomness there's always a sense of um trying to adapt to the scenario and that's even taking out items that's even taking out stage hazards that's only uh doing like final destination 1v1s there's still so much that can happen in it because the the mindset of the player changes from round to round yep i think the original halo um multiplayer on that I would, I would put it right up there with it. There's so many things that can happen in a game of Slayer that, like, every time somebody jumps in, it's going to be fun all over again. Yep, and different things you could do with your friends, uh, different challenges you could set for yourself um, versus a game like... I hate to say it, but a game like Among Us, and I'm bringing Among Us back in because you see it, you can't do much with it. It's an imposter. After so long with the same friend group, you can't play it anymore because they all know your fucking tricks you can't go i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck around do nothing no because they're already gonna know your tricks you're either gonna get killed not be able to do your, the things you wanted to do or you just it's not the same it's not the same but i think that's and another I, example i got, I got, of I got super games. salty over that game too by the way because first time i played it with uh so with a with a group of friends uh, i was accused of the, the imposter four times in a row because i was doing things that looked sus but I, I i never played the game before so i'm trying to like get my bearings and i'm trying to explain that to them and not in a fun jokey oh this is a uh, this is just a game kind of way but i'm like are you guys kidding me i'm trying to learn this fucking game and you keep tell, telling me that i'm sus knocked out four times in a row wasn't the imposter four times in a row I was like, I'm, I'm actually kind of pissed off like i feel like this like would pass gaming into hazing or something like that so yeah 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 i i want to i want to dive into kind of that in among us real quick because among us i literally got to play for the first time i played with eight streamers so me and eight other streamer or i think it was technically seven other streamers got together and we were all like let's play among us and that was the best and worst time ever because i never played among us beforehand and so like the experience like you except i never got voted as being the one because i would just respond with my witty comments or my you know my sense of humor so they'd be like jordan yeah what are you what were you doing or my name's hunter in there so i'll be like they'll be like hunter yeah what you, what were you doing i don't know he's good okay what, what were you doing i'm like i don't honestly know i was doing the credit card swipe thing could not do it they were assuming that i was the imposter because i just couldn't do it i'm standing there trying to swipe it and there's even a tiktok an old tiktok of that and I'm, they're, they're trying to swipe it for 30 seconds and it wouldn't go through and uh and then i got ejected off and i'm like oh okay cool and then the one time i was imposter i went 
Okay. Okay. This is this is how it goes. I played imposter, killed Christy, and then just didn't do a damn thing for the rest of the game. Christy's one of our team members for Skull Hunters, and I killed her. Did not bother anyone else. They all knew it was me. She immediately comes out screaming, "Why did you kill me?" I was like, "Past aggression." <laughs> it's like you know all the times before, but whenever we would get teamed up together, we would end the game so quick. But it also like your friend group has a lot to do with that. Like if it's good friends, it's it's good to do. Random people that you never met before, it's probably one of the worst things to do. Or not even like not met, but not even got to really socially interact. Like, yeah. I messaged these guys through, like, Instagram and stuff, but never actually got to interact with them until then, and that was just a a whole experience, because then you're like, you don't know their tones, you don't know if they're joking, you don't know when they're funny, so they sound pissed, and you're like, did I actually, did I, did I hit a nerve? Is that possible in a game? You know what? But let's just assume I did. <laughs> but what's more, I think, um, reflective of what the scenario would actually be like? Because I, I always imagine that these um, uh, these crew people, they haven't met anybody else. Like, this is, like, mm -hmm. their first day on the job together, and they're just trying to survive, like, their first day. And so not knowing the other players, I think, is more um, accurate to the experience that they're trying to convey in it. Whereas, like, you can't be this familiar with people that you've been familiar with for years and then not know who the, who the imposter is on a in a, on a in a work scenario. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely I definitely get it because like it it does that makes it seem more like the game's fashion and being like you don't know these people, you all just started hopping on a ship and now there's someone coming around here killing people with their tongue. Like you know you want to figure it out. You know there's some men in black shit going on. You're trying to figure out who's poking people. So yeah, I get it. Um, By the way, have you ever seen the thing? The thing sounds familiar, but no, I don't think so. John, I hope I get this right. John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, it was started with Kurt Russell and the guy who voiced uh, Arbiter. Keith David. Keith David, yeah, Keith David is in it. That that movie is, um, you know, this is how I make that movie appealing to Gen Zers. That movie is Among Us, but in the Arctic. And you said The Thing. Or maybe it was just thing. Either the thing or thing. Pretty sure it's the thing. It's it's literally just called the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just looking at the photos of it, I could I could definitely see the Among Us appeal, but I think the only reason I could no, honestly, like literally looking at the photos, you if you play Among Us, you think Among Us, just in in all L R L. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Might have to. There was only Among Us photo of uh. <laughs> the thing on there that's pretty awesome um but yeah so that was kind of the us thing but um i i think i think it's definitely and i know we talk about it a lot but i really make it across i really want a full game i want a game that's made like you're talking about like uh smash bros they made the full game and you can still play it today and it's still as fun it's still as interesting. i want that i want it so bad and resident evil 8 right now is the closest thing i have to it the game's done there's no patches. There's no nothing else that needs done. There's no nerfing. There's no buffing. There's no DLCs at the moment. It's yeah. the game, and it's so much fun. I've been I've been just having so much fun just taking an hour every week or every day or whatever. Just sit down and actually just play a finished game. And I, I just I want I want more. I want more finished games that you can play in five years and still have fun. I, I want I want to see more of that.
What's that? Basically Borderlands 2. Yes and no. Because you still have the keys. You still have the shift keys. And you're like, you know, okay. They're going to keep doing that forever. Eventually they're going to stop if they haven't already. But that's the point. It's like they people are still fucking with the game. People can still mess with the game versus something like um, something like a PS1 game or a PS2 game. They, they no longer can touch that game. The game's done. Right. The game's out. Like that's, that's what I mean. Killers. There's a guy on YouTube I watched. Apparently he know, he has this like PC mod or whatever for Borderlands 2. It's like has improvements and everything. It actually has weapons. I think that co the community made and everything in it for Borderlands 2. That's also a thing that people have been able to do to keep you know spending more time in Borderlands 2 is like. For, um, doing that whole thing that has like that makes the game more, you know have certain I forget what it was that came with it. I think this PC like mod I think for Borderlands 2 like like I said they added new weapons and I think that was made by community people thinking like had some improvements that the gearbox themselves didn't do or whatever. Yeah, I mean that and that's nice, but when you I'm when you have a place. No, all I was going to say is, like, that. that is definitely nice, but when you have to mod a game to make it fun to play again, that's where I have the issues. Like, I we need a game, we need more games out that you don't, mods, no mods, no online connections, but just, you could sit down, you could play, and not have no one touching it, and it's still fun. Not the same thing on repeat, not, well, when you're online playing with randoms, it's just a game that's finished. Uh, a game that's finished no one touches no one needs to mod it's truly just fun and entertaining and it can and it can carry you through your day like i want to see more of that and i'm glad like people are doing that with like borderlands 2 on pc uh is making ways for they could play their favorite game and that's where i'm assuming where why this guy's doing is like he loves borderlands 2 he wants to continue to have fun with borderlands 2 100 down with that i just want to see more games that yeah. you don't need to do that and that's so kind a couple of where things. One of them is that like you're gonna have to dig into gaming pass for this. If you were to go through con the console lifespans starting from the NES up until oh, I would say Xbox 360, you'll find tons of games that are done and are still masterpieces. Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo, Secret of Mana also Super Nintendo, um, the Streets of Rage series point. on Sega Genesis. Obviously, I'm okay, a big fan of that. That one, I know those two. Okay. <laughs> Three of six like so original, far. Like the first couple of Ratchet and Clank games. Never heard Freedom of Freedom Fighters. Never heard of that. Have you not played Ratchet and Clank and you're a PlayStation freaking fanatic? I'm not! I'm not a PlayStation fanatic. I just grew up with the PlayStation. So did I, but I still freaking switched over to the Xbox. The whole Zelda series. You can get into the Zelda series. You're, you're going to be good for, for a good long while. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, um, that's so so that's that's my that's my first thing. It's just like like you know we've we've touched on this uh, point a few times, but I think it's worth uh, bringing up here. Is just like games are a lot more expensive to make and maintain, but they don't necessarily get to charge more because gamers won't accept like an eighty to ninety dollar price tag unless they're getting like an action figure with it or something. Uh, yeah. It's just, and and not to mention they're competing with like free to play games. So there's all of that, and also you know books <laughs> I, I i um i like I, I told you guys i was digging up a bunch of my old stuff to start getting rid of some things and i'm like you know what i haven't read in a while my harry potter novels um oh, the fifth one in the series i hadn't bought it and so i decided to order it off amazon 
and I've been reading it for the last week. I'm like, damn, this is still good quality World writing. Warcraft? They made a book of that? Why? Yeah, of course. I mean, is that like I a mean, horror books. book, maybe? Is that what it yeah. is? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I've read, some cool. of the, I've read some of the Diablo ones um, in the past. Hmm, okay. and, and books, even though it's like a... Even though it's like, you know, nothing really changes, right? Because it's freaking words printed on paper. But part of reading is the delight of hearing the words in your own head. Words have a poetic, almost musical quality to them. So when we, we read them and we hear the words in our minds, um, there is enjoyment in that. There's pleasure in that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, if I mean, the Harry Potter novels are children's books. I, I'm not going to pretend like they're not. There's more mature stories out there. Um, but it's still like for me, I'm just... I'm just loving the series because it's just like I actually like exit my world for a little bit and actually feel like I'm 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 uh, participating in another one. So um yeah, there's 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 that. There's obviously like TV series and, and movies that you can get into. But but again, to specifically hammer the point home about games, um a retro library will go a long way. Um and then just like think looking carefully, I was especially like indie games, I think for instance, are gonna be a good direction to go. Just because I think indie games they don't have the same resources or capacity mm -hmm. to continue making uh, like adding more content to these. Like that there's a there's a Zelda game that came out um where you play a fox. It's not an official Zelda game, but it's like obviously inspired by a Zelda. It's called Tunic. Okay. I don't know if they're going to add any more content to that. I don't think they need to. That game is like that is done. So, so they're definitely out there. I just think the the more um, high profile you get with the games, the less likely we're going to get what we're asking for here because these games have continued pressure to be continued money makers. Even Breath of the Wild had DLC. I never paid for it, by the way. I never bought the DLC for it. I don't care. Give me the give me the finished experience. Show some respect. This is like one of the most important series in all the gaming, and you're trying to sell me a mortar cycle. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Fair. Uh, I think Zelda is better than Final Fantasy. Zelda doesn't seem drug drug through the mud that much versus Final Fantasy. I mean, hey, that's good. It's still very popular. Freaking, there's freaking millions of people playing that damn thing. To the point that they weren't even able to sell the game at one point. I, I think I think my biggest beef with uh, Final Fantasy is they are copy and paste. They haven't tried oh, really? to do anything really new, and the things they tried to do new, they did not listen at all. It, it was like I'm trying to find a good example. Eight, eleven, the first, which was basically the first MMO that they tried. Yeah, I mean. There's a, there's a lot of that. I'm trying to find like a very good example of what they did that the community said no to pretty much. And then they said, okay, great. We're the one where it was like uh, four guys in a car. I don't think the, the community did for that one very much. I don't think it was that one. I don't think it was that one. The one with lightning? The, yeah. I think that's the one. People didn't like oh, that because okay. it was limited for the first. Now, I, I, will, I will push back a little bit just because like Final Fantasy, they... They they basically don't stick to the same characters ever. Well, a couple of sequels here or there, but for the most part, they always come up with a new world, a new cast of characters, mm -hmm. new themes and stuff like that. And they try to come up with a new combat system. So they do mix things up from game to game. Yeah, I just I, I'd say that there's much more guilty parties than Final Fantasy when in terms of like copying and pasting. Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty, you're kind of forced to also. 
And and you can't see progression of Call of Duty, but when you when yeah, your even game Call of is, Duty has new campaigns every time. Yeah, they have new campaigns, but when it's all said and done, it's a shooter game. What else do you expect is gonna happen when you play a shooter game? But now with that also being said, you can watch them progress. You get like, hey, you get a cutscene and you can't do shit. You put your controller down, wait for the cutscene to end. Now you get a cutscene and you can move your eyes around. And in some cutscenes you actually need to interact with. And Halo, uh, Halo did the same thing with Halo 4. Um, they let you interact with cutscenes more to the point where you actually had to like dodge things through a cutscene, uh, different things like that. Like, you know, you have... Go ahead. And that's the whole thing where you had to freaking press a button at the right time to freaking stick a grenade to the didact at the end. Yeah, I mean, but you you watch that progression, and like that's kind of the same thing that Call of Duty decided to do is they're like let's grow a progression, versus a game like Final Fantasy. And I'm not hating on Final Fantasy, but for a game that has how many, and it's the same thing. Like it's on. I hate to say it's the same thing, but when you have a game that has such a wide opportunity, it, why not make it something more? And the times they did try, they didn't really test that well. They release I Warfare. Yeah, uh, but they they would release like dumb shit or ones that they didn't expect much off of, and then going here's this, and it's like this has nothing to do with. Final Fantasy. This could be named a Star of Eight, and it could have been its own game. It had nothing to do with Final Fantasy. And then they're like, "Let's test it out with this. Call it Final Fantasy." And then going, "Uh, that that's a terrible. That's a terrible. Well, you called it Final Fantasy, and you sat there and copy and paste, and then did a little bit of sprinkle of something new. Of course, no one liked it, but I, I just it it just kind of goes back into the same thing, like." listen listen to your communities as best as possible and you're we're starting to see a lot more game developers really open up and listen a little bit more uh we're also seeing game developers getting in major lawsuits still um but we also see once again more game developers actually opening up listening to their community um there's a um there's a new horror game that released evil dead uh it's based off the tv show uh evil dead that's on netflix right now and um yeah they made a game based around it and they listened to their community almost since day one of making the game and they did a fantastic job like no go ahead i was gonna say i think the madden series is really guilty of freaking copy and paste freaking and they don't even really update it making attention to the game even when people have been bitching about the same shit every year like madden thinking has been freaking showing that they literally just take a game from the prior year and just slap freaking some, new, some maybe a few, couple of new things on there. I'm thinking they don't even try to hide the fact that it's basically the game from the play, previous year, just with freaking logos and everything, and maybe a bit of a roster update. Just freaking look at some of Angry Joe, Angry Joe's freaking Madden freaking videos and freaking to see what I'm talking about. They literally got busted for literally having shit from the previous game, game freaking in the newest one. See, that's on the that's on the crime of copy and paste. I feel like we really need to get out of that. And I feel like Zelda did a great job with exploring other options while still having it be the things that people liked, like the inventory systems to the combat systems to the way the angles are, uh, adding in new uh, features into the game, adding a new kind of storyline into the Zelda games. And I would love to go back through and play all the Zeldas. I've said this on many podcasts. I would love to sit down and just like go through, like if there was a whole, if there was a 
a hour-long video that could tell me everything in a Zelda series like that and give me all the best moments of like in the games, 100%. I would watch it. I would 100% watch that. Before anybody freaking gives us any shit hey. about Halo and Borderlands being copy-paste, at least with Borderlands, if we can change it up freaking with each game. And usually there's some different and new shit that wasn't in the previous one. In Halo's case, it's kind of the same thing, mainly with yeah. the more recent ones. All right, who do, who do you gents think is the most copy-and-pasted game? My answer, gut reaction, Assassin's Creed. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Everyone wanted a fucking jump button. I don't think they... I think they finally put one in, and everyone hated the game itself. Had nothing to do with the jump button. <laughs> but I, like Assassin's Creed is 100% copy and paste. That's There's no bits or butts about it. It's like Forza. Says, no you know what Forza, well, once you get into sports games it's like a, yeah yeah a, i just i thought about that i was like you know what that's bad to go into it's sports you're literally it's copy paste you can go outside to watch a sports game and it's copy and paste something different might happen sports. but yeah you can you can play soccer you can't just go back in time and kill a man <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes you are right yes you can't go back in time to kill a man but you can do it you just can't go back in time to do it <laughs> Don't recommend it, one or but, the other. you know, yeah, one or the other. If you, if you get time travel, game. please DM me. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a game where you actually freaking, uh, where it starts off where you're like a U.S. soldier doing the Custer's last stand, right as Custer eats the freaking arrow that kills him. You get transported to the future where you become an agent. This freaking, I forget what it was, where you get sent to the past and you have to save certain historical figures and everything. And if you kill too many of those historical figures, they send freaking other agents with high tech, what, Futuristic weapons so you can kill those guys for the use, but it's not recommended. And also, it's on the box cover of the game to also not leave the futuristic weapons in the past. Sounds like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Are we still talking about Assassin's Creed or is this a different game? It sounds like what you would imagine Assassin's Creed would do, especially like uh, Assassin's Creed 3. This game sounds dope. What game are you talking about here? I forget what it's called, but it was like a figure, in my opinion, from what I've seen, it looked like a low budget first person shooter. Which it was. Okay. Um, now we are we're all running uh, short on our time uh, here. Um, but one one other thing I did wanted to uh, get across was uh, we finally finished uh, Borderlands, uh, Borderlands Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and I can finally give it a solid review. Um, and I'm I'm talking full honesty. If you were ever thinking about wanting to play the game, buy the game, I would I gave an opinion. When I first played it, and I think it was the wrong opinion. I said I don't think they did a good job at getting to new audience. I was fucking wrong. 110. Um, I've I know more people who never played Halo or never played Borderlands, never liked Borderlands, or played it and hated it, that absolutely loves this game. So honestly, I was wrong with that, but my personal opinions on Borderlands is uh Borderlands 19 of Wonderland. Out of ten, I would give it a solid eight. A solid eight. Yeah. Like right. th there's there's some things I would change. The ending was really disappointing. Not even the boss fight was oh it was this. We went in way uh lower level and still whooped his ass, but it was it was like how they ended everything. Like you have games that have such like a good climax ending, like you feel satisfied when you beat the game, you're like, fuck you, you get a little emotional connection to it. This just did not have it. I don't know if it maybe I'm just dead inside or if it was just not there. Like it did not 
it felt like I literally just beat up normal boss and went, cool. What's next? Oh, there's nothing else? Okay. I thinking dungeons that they're releasing that you might, as far as I know, you may or may not be being charged money for. Yeah, I mean, there's those, but, like, the game itself, like, the ending for the game. Like, obviously, they might add in more stuff, and they were adding in the dungeons and stuff like that. But as it goes for, like, the end, like, the final game ending, like, Borderlands 2, great example of a great ending. Love Borderlands 2 ending. Borderlands uh, 3, you know, it had a good ending. You know, uh, spoilers, uh, some people might have died. I just don't like faking how they faking put so much emphasis on that little fucking twat, faking bitch, fucking Ava. Fuck you, Ava! But you see right there, right there, it makes you like actually have an emotion to it. Like, it's like, oh, you you did this or all this happened at the end. The end literally gave you some sort of emotion. This one gave me nothing. It was so soft. It was, it could not get stiff with a pill. I just want everybody asked, I see the director's cut figure thing that they cut out of the game with Ava and Lilith's conversation before the end of the game. That's still not bring a priest to a playground. Uh, we're talking about Ava. She's a young child. I'm going to move away from that. Uh, so, but yeah, um, to finish on the Borderlands uh, topic real fast is uh, I would highly recommend if, if it's cheap or if you have the money, I would highly recommend playing it if you do like a role playing game. I would just be ready for a disappointing ending, like one that doesn't make you feel like you've played the game. There's a boss way earlier in the game that actually makes you feel like you've beat the game. <laughs> the, uh, the so, one. what's that? That the Cthulhu one. I'm thinking the unicorn. Oh. That like that boss actually makes you feel like you beat the game, and it was challenging at the time. But biggest thing was, like I said, it had more of a connection to it. It was like, oh my god, you sat there and uh, you killed the fucking unicorn. I'm not giving too many spoilers, but like, there's a unicorn you kill. Um, you know, that's just... I, I just want better endings. You know something as like, it's something that hasn't played it, but it's called Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I think I would have unconsciously worked out the prospect of killing a unicorn. Uh, but like I said, that no, um, you know, Borderlands, I would highly recommend... Um, ne next week, we're going to hear Charles rant about, uh, the episodes of Halo he caught up on. Uh, we do not have enough time. Next one coming up. Oh, nice. So we're going to get a, a nice little rant about that. Um, now real fast, I just wanted to, because we do a little Halo thing every week. Uh, I don't want a full story, but how many episodes did you watch? Watch the last three. You watched the last three. Can you rate? What's the base that I've missed? Freaking... One, no, I think the last one of this season is this Thursday. Okay, can you rate? Not not tell us anything. We can we can get to that next week. But can you rate the episodes you've seen? So starting with the first one you've seen, second one you've seen, third one you've seen of the new ones you just watched. Five because of faking a couple of references, and because they finally showed a thing I was looking forward to. Three because fuck you, Quan. Okay. And, and only one part was actually redeemable on that whole episode. That's like one of the last parts. And the last one's freaking was actually. Alright, and that's just, I give it a seven, even though fucking Halsey can go jump off a cliff. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm looking forward to the seven one, honestly. Uh that that one I'm looking forward to. Um so uh, Also Reach is gonna be royally fucked in this next one. Reach? Hmm. That's what freaking UNSC is based because they haven't destroyed Reach yet, but although after what happens in the last week's episode, the one that I gave a seven 
You can thank freaking the UNSC for certain people in the UNSC for that when you see that episode. Pretty much the Covenant yeah. gonna be coming to reach and they're gonna fuck that place right the fuck up! Uh, I'm looking forward to I'm actually looking forward to actually watching the Halo series. I've been wanting to and now I'm just like, <sighs> time. Time's in the essence. I just don't. Uh, if you're a content creator out there, you feel my pain. There's no such thing as time to watch movies. You can have it playing in the background. There's no time to watch it. Uh, I'll watch Free Guys eventually. Um, but um, now, so like, like movie going, like uh, part of the appeal is b being with other people. Yeah. I mean, if I make a movie, I don't expect one person to watch it at a time. I would think that with TV because I think TV can be a personal experience, but not with movies. No, and it's like me and Brittany will sit down and watch like shows, but even a movie, like we have to, I don't know, we have to have the time, then we also just have to have the, the all want to sit down and watch one solid thing for so long. Like, and we watch documentaries all the time, but it's that's still stuff that I can play on my phone with and, you know, focus what's on TV. Um, yeah. Well, my, my top three uh, uh, trilogies, um, so the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the mm -hmm. original Star Wars trilogy, and then Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. Those are my three favorite <laughs> trilogies. <laughs> That's not what? an official one, but okay. I'll it think, is. I'll think yeah, it's, it's a visual. You can watch. Yeah, yeah. It's got a video component to it. <laughs> okay. Dude, okay. I sat down and just like, oh. I mean, if it is, uh, my honestly, if there's a if there's a series I'll sit down and watch. It's honestly Harry Potter, is one of them. Read the and, books. Um, the movies are good, but like, I well. You're talking to a guy you can't read, so probably not a good idea. <laughs> Children's books. This is more of a fucking trilogy. Uh, than I don't out care. Crap. <laughs> uh, well, Pokemon, Pokemon's a series. I wouldn't call it a trilogy. I would call it a series. Is, is that is that Joseph? What's the difference between a series and a trilogy? Okay, so I mean, other than the fact that a trilogy just has three movies, which to be fair, Star Wars doesn't. Even follow that rule. Lord of the Rings um, doesn't either. Okay, well, no, no, Lord of the Rings is still okay because it was just the three movies. The Hobbit is not like the Lord of the Rings series. It's part of Tolkien. It's a it's a Tolkien but movie. But it's a part of the books. The Hobbit was a different. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. No, look, look. The narrative thread is all there, right? The Hobbit takes place in the same world. It's like it's all part of the story. So I will grant that. But as a movie viewing experience, Fellowship of the Ring. Two Towers, Return of the King is a self-contained movie trilogy. Okay. The Hobbit movies lead into. The Hobbit movies are their own trilogy, and they're not great. No, I, I hate the Hobbit movies, honestly. The Lord like, of the Rings the is... The Battle of Five Armies there. is like the subtitle that I would have come up with if I was eight years old. <laughs> told in the name of a movie. Really? Even Five Armies that actually battled? Remember, there's like the dwarves, the humans, I think, the elves, and the freaking orcs. I don't know who the fuck... Wait, there's people. humans in The Hobbit? think so i don't know <laughs> i just remember the dwarves <laughs> picking the orc army freaking man i i uh, i need to watch more trilogies uh harry potter is one i watch and uh if i have to give another trilogy um well harry potter is a series for sure <laughs> okay and then i i don't i don't know what what's i need to find the definition of a trilogy in a series. Let's go with series. Twilight. I do like Twilight. Let's okay. I'll, I'll go Twilight. I'll, I'll How about watch a trilogy Twilight. is one movie split into three parts. Okay. 
okay now i can i could do that um the Northern of the rings <laughs> that's the only one yeah um yeah and uh but for a series one series i'm trying to really really get on and like i mean like i'm trying to watch this series is uh super nat supernatural i'm trying to get oh, back into yeah, yeah, yeah. that um they they officially ended their series and i and now i'm kind of like nostalgic i want to actually see how they end what they did and i watched it growing up in the past we have all the box set dvds whoever knows what that is um we had all of them and uh i i missed so many episodes i really want to go back and uh go back and see it i love supernatural so i i really want to go back and see it see it and watch that um but uh do do we think james is ever coming back of course <laughs> we have all I'll, I'll be the optimist <laughs> okay okay well he he at Let's least told us at, at least at least he said he's going to get milk so dude no no joke i was actually upset whenever i woke up that one day and literally seen he sent me a message i think i have the message he sent me a message saying you down the game and i was so depressed i was like no i i had to go to sleep uh he put hey man you available for some gaming like an hour or so i'm like and he said that at like 6 p.m on a friday i go to bed at like six o'clock on friday so i'm like i can't Last time he said he had Borderlands 2 figured something on his PC, figured I would have played with him for a bit. Nah, you have to talk to him. I, I don't know. Probably because he knows he can get like a round of CSGO in and that's usually like 10 or 15 minutes and then hop off if needed. That's probably the reason versus committing to an actual like game. But we, we might we might try to see if he can't get into uh, some uh, Halo Legendary. If we could just get all that knocked out, maybe like day or something. Unfortunately, I know he doesn't have a day, so it is what it is. But we have to end the podcast. We have to start wrapping this up. Uh, Charles, where can people find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel, CJ the Lone Wolf, which has 149 subs now. Nice, nice. Joseph? You can find me at giantenemycompany.com. You can find me at skullhuntergames.com. <laughs> uh, don't, don't search it up. I actually don't know what will pop up. Um, but you can find me at skullhuntergames any... Oh, my God. You can find me at skullhuntergames anywhere you search it up. If you search skullhuntergames into Google, you will literally find every bit of me you can ever see, including possibly an OnlyFans. No, you won't. I hope not. <laughs> if we talked about this a few weeks ago. If there's an OnlyFans account named Skull Hunter Games, it's not me. <laughs> I wish it was. If so, it's making some dollars. But uh, but yeah. Just so you so, know, I found nothing. Oh, thank God. Um, or maybe out. <laughs> maybe no one's. Maybe I'm not big enough for people to steal yet. But yeah, if you can follow me on YouTube on TikTok, we just hit 800 followers, and I greatly appreciate that. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram, all that fun jazz. And if you want to find uh, James, the, the guy who was here at the very beginning uh, and had to go get milk in the middle of a podcast, unprofessional, uh, you can find him at The Architect on Twitter. And uh, this podcast, anywhere you search up Skull Hunter Podcast, it's nothing special. You already found us. You guys have been following us for a while. We hit over 500 viewers on YouTube, and we've hit over 300 viewers on Spotify, iTunes. And wherever else you get your audio uh, podcast at. So, thanks to you guys. You guys are finding us. You guys are doing it great. But if you wouldn't mind, please share this podcast out with as many people. If you have some gaming buddies who go on walks and stuff like that, 
send them send them our way we would love to we'd love to get our uh, podcast out to more people and then you could possibly be on one but guys i think we did it did a podcast we had we had james for a little bit it was so nice charles go ahead and scream us out but until i do goodbye everybody sucks. A biscuit <laughs> okay i'm good and then you just see the guy from freaking Treyarch freaking walking in his room like what happened to freaking is he come back by whatever the hell his name is. Can I just say how perfect uh like we can cut this part out if needed. Can I just say how perfect of like a panorama shot that was of like the chair leaf or uh, the chair moving? <laughs> We're gonna cut that out because we wanted to make it look like, but goddamn that was funny. <laughs> Bigfoot coming in the room. <laughs> can we can we we could take this clip maybe put it after like like a blooper at the end of the episode oh that works yeah that works yeah. um okay Excellent. just take the first one attempt to get back the to bit. present time <laughs>